case you guys don't know me, my name is Sam. Uh, I'm one of the staff, the crew here, and I'm going to share my testimony with you guys. All right, you guys are going to learn some things about me you did not know. <laughs> that I didn't, I even I kind of forgot. So anyway, let's start. I grew up in a Christian home. A majority of my childhood was spent moving around. I actually moved seven times before I was even cool. Uh, my dad was pursuing a seminary degree, then a master's degree, then a PhD. So um, needless to say, I was very, uh, you know, was, I was constantly with new people all the time. Um, so I grew up with a lot of fear, and I never felt comfortable with who I actually was. I mean, I didn't really know who I was, but I still didn't feel comfortable. And uh, the only thing that kind of helped me when I was younger was when I used to go to church and my relationship with God. There I found, like, I really felt like a connection. So I felt more confident. Um, I was, yeah, I used to, like, read and pray. I was so, like, on fire. It was kind of ridiculous. Uh, there's an uh, event at some schools called See You at the Pole. Who knows what See You at the Pole is? So I was the only person in my school that did it. So I was standing at this flagpole by myself, praying for the students and the non-Christians and the faculty. And then, like, all these buses would pass by. I'm like, oh, my gosh, where are my friends? But I just kept praying, and I wasn't even allowed to. I just did it. It was kind of, that's not a good idea. But I was, like, really on fire. But even though I was doing all these things, um, it made me feel more secure and safe. I was still very uh, self-conscious, you know. I had a lot of, like, fear still. Um, and to be honest, like, doing all the right things and being religious only helped me cover up and ignore how I was really feeling. So I went to university, um, but now that I was without my church youth group, without my friends, I was f- confronted with all the things I was hiding. That the fact that I was, you know, very, like, I had very low self-esteem. I was like, oh, I can't do this. What am I going to do in my future? Um, so I started questioning everything, and uh, especially my relationship with God. Um, but even though I struggled, it wasn't until I was in my third year, when I was 21 years old, when I even first started drinking. I don't know, I th- I'm kind of proud of that. Like, I, everyone kind of drank their freshman year, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to stay true. I don't even know why anymore, but I'm just not going to drink. Um, and actually, I didn't even date until I was 21 as well. So, like, ironically, t- doing those two things at the same exact time was very destructive. Adding alcohol and, and a girlfriend at the same time. Um, it was not only destructive to myself, my girlfriend at the time, but to everyone else around me. Uh, it was my first relationship, and I honestly thought, like, I was so ready. I listened to every single dating seminar. I, like, read the Bible. I was like, all right, this is sexual morality. I'm like this. It's all good. Um, but uh, long story short, we ended up going all the way. And I, I, maybe you guys don't know what that means. Basically, we had sex. Um, yeah, you know, I... Yeah, like we ended up breaking up because it was just healthier for the both of us. Um, it was a very unhealthy relationship at the time, and I thought I was completely fine. You know, in the aftermath, I was like, I'm good. And guys are always like that. We're like, we're completely, we think we're okay. But uh, right after that, I started drinking with a whole new group of people because, you know, I just was like, I need new people around my life. And for some reason, I started smoking. I mean, it wasn't because I was sad. I just, you know, I just did these things. And... Um, at this time as well, I started, like, hooking up with girls, and, yeah, and this is even outside the church, but also inside the church as well. I was basically, like, that wolf in sheep clothing. Like, I was, like, I was, like, I mean, the, the easiest way to explain it is, like, a player. And I'm not saying I'm, like, really good at it. I'm just saying that what I would do just what I would do is I would emotionally manipulate girls to like me because I was lonely and I was bored. 
And once they liked me, I would just move on to the next girl. And I was very bad. And, oh, shoot, I feel it. Uh, I'm redeemed, I'm redeemed. Come on, guys, I'm not done with my testimony. It's not over. Uh, I ended up hurting a lot of people. Um, not just, you know, not just the girls, but also my friends. Like, everyone just kind of deserted me because they just were so um, disappointed in me. So if it wasn't obvious already, I was very depressed. I was trying to fix everything by filling it with alcohol, with smoking, with girls, but it only brought more shame, which only added to the fear of what I was going through when I was a kid. Um, I was already feeling self-conscious, and add the shame, it was just unbearable. Um, so I graduated college ashamed, confused, and having no clue what to do with my future. And it was then when my dad called me, and my mom and dad, they moved to Korea when I was in college, and they called me to see, you know, why don't you just come to Korea where our family is, and you can get a job here. So 2002, I went, came to Korea, I got a t- uh, job as an English teacher, and I began looking for a church that would be willing to accept me after all I had done. I found that community, a New Philadelphia church, and for the first time in a long time, people not only loved me, not only accepted me, but they believed in me. Um, and I remember the very first small group meeting I had, uh, I confessed everything. I didn't even know. I don't remember. He didn't even ask specific questions. He just said, yeah, so is anyone, like, any prayer? I was like, oh, actually, I have. I started sharing everything to him. And, you know, to my surprise, he just looked at me, and uh, he kind of teared up a little bit. And he just looked at me and said, you know, God is not ashamed of you and, and it, or of the decisions that you've made. And he led me to confess everything I've done. He helped me to repent and renounce everything. And he spoke life into areas that were completely filled with darkness and restored vision and purpose. And after that, I was finally reconnected to a community, but most, most importantly, with God. All right. I started serving church, and then eventually I joined Emmaus Campus Ministry at Tree University. Um, now I am blessed and honored to stand here today and share my testimony with you all. And I want to testify how Jesus' love can transform a promiscuous, legalistic, self-conscious player into someone (laughs) walking in true freedom, willing humility, faith-driven purpose, and never-ending joy. And when you are truly honest with yourself and to a leader that's wiser and older than you, and ultimately to God, it's unimaginable, seriously, it's unimaginable the ways God's love can reconcile and redeem even the darkest moments in your life. Um, and I want to read uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 16 to uh, 18. And it's what my small group read, leader read to me when I, when I was going through all this stuff. The first thing he said to me was this. So from now on, we regard no one from the worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You know, I started this testimony with how I was very shy and self-conscious and that I found comfort and worth in friends, my church, in girls, which I was doing in college, and even just, you know, partying. But the only reason I'm able to stand here today is because I am a new creation. God replaced who I was with who Christ is. Thank you.